DJ Sprinkle. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather eat raw eggs so, than listen to this podcast. I fucking hate this podcast. Why do I listen to it? What the fuck are you going to say about me? I eat ass and cum. Fuck you. Oh my God. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't air that. What are you going to come teach these fuckers with the helmets how to scream? But no, the the former radio uh, professional is using the garbagiest um, of LG Bluetooth microphones because he doesn't have a computer. I've got an iPhone and my wife has a computer and it's all upstairs and I didn't want to lug it all the way down here. I was more focused on drinking and talking with my friends. Oh. Aww. You think you have friends. I know I have friends. God. Who are they? Damn it, I hate you so much. (laughs) Uh, What's everybody drinking today? You know, that's uh, a good question. Yes. Why, why, why don't you start us off there, uh, person whose name it's been so long since we're, we've recorded a podcast that I forget? Salad Bar? Dolly Green? Free, free my boy Salad Bar. They locked him up in 06 for midterm election fraud. <laughs> but I'm out now. I got a, I got a presidential pardon. <laughs> he was a minor back then, so there's ah. nothing on his record. So he can so, still work at the casino. That's right. I got a tr- I got a transfer from Atlantic City to warmer climates. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm drinking a Pacifico, just as a sip and drink because it was three dollars. And then I've got some really nice um, uh, craft uh, bourbon for old fashions tomorrow uh, um, for after Thanksgiving. And that's what I'm. Uh, that's what I got. My little uh, shooty shot, doodad. Yeah, so shooting some, shooting some nice bourbon, sipping on some Pacifico, and a bottle of water because I'm three glasses of wine deep. Wise. Nice. Jelly Green? Uh, this is High Life, and I have it in a, uh insulated lunch bag next to me on the couch. Like you're just Hell drinking yeah. it straight out of an insulated lunch bag? No, no, I have the cans in the <laughs> lunch bag, so I don't have to get <laughs> oh, up. Oh, thank because, God. <laughs> no, he's... <laughs> No, if I was going to pour them out, I would just use a Ziploc and put a, a straw in that, honestly. Would, if, it was, if it was the insulated lunch bag, I would have been shocked that you didn't just, like, double bag a gallon bag. Uh, honestly, the optimal configuration there would be to fill the bag and then put the bag in the lunch bag so that, one, you have the lunch bag to maintain structural integrity because that's just a lot of liquid sloshing around a Ziploc. And two, that'll also insulate it a little bit. I think that's our <laughs> optimum configuration for drinking bagged beer. Yeah. This has been your uh, your uh, something or other intelligence minute. Your moment of zen. No, wait, yeah. that's to come. Uh, <laughs> that, mu- that must be copyrighted. Nope. It's, uh, it's about coming. Oh, okay. Drums down under. That's why he said come. I decided um, for this special moment, because I am totally not playing hooky from work right now to talk to you guys. I'm cracking open a virgin bottle of Bombay. Oh, my God. It's good to see your face and hear your voice. I'll break the seal. 
Let's get some ASMR on that bottle. <laughs> so I'll get Let's that over. not. ASMR is weird. Oh, shit. No, god damn it. It's creepy. It's like these dudes are, like, taking apart used Game Boys, and they're, like, rubbing dead skin off, and they have the microphone <laughs> less than an inch away, so you can hear it squishing off. I'm like, who is like, yeah, man, I want to hear this. The description's like, please, wear headphones, crank them up. I'm like, <laughs> God damn it. Shut the fuck up, Gyra Glass. <clears throat> Seriously. Yeah, I'm going to pour it. Oh, remember, glass. wait, I want to hear this because I've got a comment on it. I'm hmm. flipping everything off. I hate yeah, the microphone did it. Yeah, that didn't come. Yeah, that's right. Oh, well, it's that's all right. All right. Yes. So, so sue us. So fucking sue us. Now, remember, we had an entire episode, was it last year or two years ago, that was ASMR. The, 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 the title name was Boom. Oh, which one was that? Oh, no. Oh, Is it yeah. a June episode? The, the, I don't remember what we discussed. Maybe I've got it up on the SoundCloud. I don't know. I do I remember that oh. in the the original Lost podcast, the uh, the one we recorded after San Antonio 2015, there was a lot of ASMR cock slapping in that one. Like, oh, yes. Right next to the microphone. Yeah. Oh, God. A serial killer just entered the room. Well, I think this oh, type right? of jacket, that's the kind of guy I am now. Yeah. So, <laughs> I thought it was a robe. What the I thought you, <laughs> I thought you were wearing like an old timey trench coat. Like I did follow a kid. You look like a valet Parker at a Longhorn yeah, Steakhouse. I, I want to get that story, uh, but first, I'm drinking Jim Beam. I'm shooting Jim Beam. Nobody fucking oh! asked. Nobody asked. No, you got to be shooting Crown. Go, start over. Yeah, you've never shot anything else, but. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I like Jim Beam almost as much as I like Crown. No, you don't. Uh, and it is we drink, price. How many years did we drink Taka? We didn't like it. <laughs> we drank it because it was the brand. But now, are you sipping Crown now? No. You are fucking the brand. <laughs> Today, I'm the brand. sipping Garrison Brothers. You are okay. Shia LaBeouf. Which is so fucking good. You are LaBeefing this. Yeah. So I found a I found a bourbon that I want to get. It's called Old Fitzgerald, and I didn't get it because it was ninety dollars. But I want it. Wait, Ryan Fitzgerald? No, Ryan Fitzpatrick. God damn it, that was almost <laughs> good. Yeah, so almost. Uh, yeah, Garrison Brothers is the oldest legal distillery in Texas. Um, and uh, who the fuck cares? The, the lady, uh, Hot, Hot Lana, took me on a distillery tour. Uh, for Christmas last year, but it is so fucking good, and it is. It's the what? What kind of distillery is it? The oldest legal distillery in Texas. Where's the fun in that? I'm saying it's the oldest integrated school. It's probably not that old. No, 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 no. <laughs> Founded in 1993, and then Founded in 2012, and then Love Street to, six. to Here actually comes drink. Utah. Fucking Nickelodeon time capsule has been buried longer than this fucking distillery. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, G, what's you drinking? Piss. I am drinking Sierra, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. There you go. God, I'm standing you're standing in the hand of the style, and I am shooting entirely too much Jack Daniels. Atta boy. Oh, That's oh yeah, it's like so epic meal time in 2010. <laughs> it's a gallon. Hey, inappropriate. Inappropriate. Thank God the camera switched. 
I'll never understand hetero guy behavior. Why are you? Oh, boobs are around? amazing. I need to talk about to you guys about Entourage. <laughs> Holy shit, man. It's like talking to Iowans about corn. It's always <laughs> interesting. Uh, I mean, Entourage is not that interesting, but man. No, I was talking <laughs> about boobs. Oh, yeah. God damn. Uh, Reminds me of the, the girls who, had, when I was bartending, you'd try to like, you know, squeeze their tits together and try to get free drinks. And you're like, no, what? It works. It works so well. Can't, can't well, you just yeah. pretend it's on me? It didn't. Like, right, here we go. Money. All right, cheers. You assholes. Cheers. Good to see y'all. Beautiful bastards. <laughs> Last time. Ching. Yeah. Oh God, dinner came up oh, a little bit. <sighs> it's been too long, friends. Oh, that was that was delightful. <laughs> it's been so long that coronavirus has. Yeah, you asshole. All right, you up, happy, beautiful, non-corona country <laughs> having motherfucker. <laughs> I can walk outside without a mask. You know what? I we can't can too because a little thing called the U.S. Constitution. <laughs> Oh my you are God. free to die I, I whatever you not. My, uh, my, my cousin's husband posted this fucking thing on Facebook two days ago. It's like signed permission slip to leave my house. And it was a picture of the Bill of Rights. Like, unironically posted that on his Facebook. It was your cousin. No, my, oh. my, my cousin's oh. husband. The one who had the lobotomy? No, no, different. Uh, this is... He that's a, there's two siblings there. He there's a there's him and then his sister, his sister's husband. Oh, it's a ghost boy. I don't know if he's technically my cousin. I'm somehow related to him. I wish I wasn't. Cousin-in-law? Ish, I guess. Possibly. Here, let's check sure. out this handy dandy oh, flowchart of cousins. I'm just kidding. You, you you got that up real quick, buddy, didn't you? It's the family tree is just a straight line. He's like, quick. whoa, cousins over here. Oh wow, you're really branching way off the family tree. Normally, normally you don't prune that far. I've I've gotten stuck in the washing machine, stepbrother. Help me out. Wow, it's never. <laughs> what are you, it's always what are you doing, stepbrother? Not how are you doing? Oh, she knows how. How do you do? I tell you what. I'll tell okay. you what. So, KG, tell us this story. KG, what have we been, like, texting back and forth when I've been really high in the bathtub? Like, this really inappropriate stuff we got to bring up. Ah, my dog just stood on my balls and it hurts really bad. <laughs> Not that. Any <laughs> dog is laughing at you, literally laughing. Look so at I went that. to pick up some Chinese food this evening. One of my favorite cuisines. Mm. As it should be yours. Oh, yeah. Mm. And as I was pulling my 2001 Buick LeSabre featured here in silver out of my parking space, a teenager drove their mother's minivan at about 40 miles an hour through the parking lot and almost hit me. And while they were doing it, he drove by and gave me the finger and clearly mouthed the word faggot at me as he drove past. Oh. So, as any reasonable 30-year-old adult would do, fucked his dad. I turned my car on, looked forward, looked back, and followed him home. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. To fuck his dad. <laughs> I did. I held his father down. Oh, no, consensually. His dad was super into it. 
No, he's yeah. into it. He, yeah. <clears throat> um, so I f- like followed them home, watched them drive in circles a couple of times, and then like when they pulled into their driveway, I just opened my door like a little bit and hung one leg out, and then took my phone and flashed my flashlight one time as if I was taking a picture of their license plate and address, and then I let them deal with it. (laughs) Because if there's one thing that I've learned about the great state of Utah, there's a few things I've learned. One, it's profoundly beautiful. It really is. Amazing. Two, everyone here is a pussy. Yeah, oh mm-hmm. god, yeah. Nobody here has ever been held accountable for any of their actions ever. And it's clear on a political scale, and even more so it's clear locally, you know, mm-hmm. when some fat dude can follow a kid on their way home and make them cry. So I don't I don't doubt that that's correct, but I do want to hear you say these words to John Stockton's face. <laughs> I think it would be um, very- I'll look down at him and I'll say the same words. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, John Stockton would probably go. Yeah, I fucking. I, I, he doesn't even. He doesn't live here. Um, he he. Well, I don't even know where he lives. I don't. Why why, why do I care? Um, it's a holiday. He does. Does yeah. he? Oh. He lives yeah, in Wendover. I, I don't care. He's got a studio apartment above a casino. Oh my <laughs> that, god! That checks out. The dude who shows up with uh, with. He, the dude is your dad. It's yeah. he, he really is. Like picture your dad in the '90s. You've got uh, 501 jeans with some Nike New Balances, brand new Nike New Balances, mind you, and an old Navy fucking T-shirt tucked in to those 501 jeans. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's John Stockton is your dad. Mm. I don't know where I'm going with this. I just need to get that off my chest. And my favorite bar. Uh, so my favorite bar has a bunch of like basketball cards underneath the. The lacquer, at, you know, so you can like see everything. Is it an Apple My favorite seat is, is the one where John Stockton is, is looking all fucked up and trying to dunk on somebody. He's, and I sit there every fucking time. He's just busting. Bar name Sue. Busting makes yeah. him feel good. Thinking of Ghostbusters um, music, there's like another original song in Ghostbusters that they play for like their first call that's like boogie woogie piano, and it is awful. Like, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Genuinely. Uh, Bad original music. Like everyone, like Ray Parker Jr. knocks it out of the park, but the rest of that soundtrack kind of fucking blows. I blame Dan Dan Aykroyd. It's all, it's all his fucking fault. Yeah. Well, I mean, if John Belushi had been alive, they would have had the Blues Brothers score it. That's true. Ooh. Speaking of the Blues Brothers. Speaking of movies that Rox hasn't seen. Any movie. Literally. Name one. Name, name a movie. Like anything. The fifth fucking element, apparently. What? Interstellar. <laughs> I haven't seen Inception. Interstellar. I've seen the fifth element. It's just been a very long time. My costs have tripled. Zero stones! <laughs> zero crates! A true killer would have asked about the red button on the side of the gun. <laughs> Ghost! Stop licking the cast iron stoves! <laughs> but dude, there's so much good seasoning in it. <laughs> There fucking must be. I've <laughs> got a pretty sweet wood burning stove down here on the reel, though. Oh, dude, it's fucking awesome. It, it's it's pretty dope, dude. We're gonna rub that thing down with peanut oil. It's gonna smell delicious. Oh, God, every time you turn it on, it's gonna smell like nothing, Popeyes in there. Nothing will stick to that stove. <laughs> I I'm so excited for the next time we can all travel to Utah and or Vegas. Honestly, if I hadn't followed that kid home, my plan was to like. 
build a fire in the cage, and then begin cooking on it during the episode. Ooh. Hell yeah. That'd be, okay, this is a great segue for a uh, great setup uh, for a segue that I've got. I wanted to talk about, because uh, uh, Drums on the Rocks is starting to delve into uh, the culinary world, and mm. myself included. Um, I've, 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 I've tried a couple of things. So I want to, let's go around the horn. Let's go ahead and bet the horn. I've got four questions for everybody. We'll start with... Um, we'll 13, start with- 2, 12, 11... Nine. You have a bunch of I do. I, I got a bunch of clocks. None of Question them, is: uh, How big right. does a pepper grinder need to be to be considered death grips? We know Dude. we know three it's feet is considered a death grips pep, a pepper grinder. Yeah. So let's start with our best culinary success. Or what? Your best culinary success. You're like the thing you're most proud of. Like you cooked something, you made something, and you went. Damn, uh, this it, this is the, my best work. Who's going first? I don't know, you. God damn it. Ugh, it's just like fucking high school. First person to speak you, up. Um, you chimed in. I mean, eat it. Eat just a whole bowl of cock. Um, Which is coincidentally my uh, best culinary success. <laughs> nice. All right, Joe Rogan. Hey, uh, Um... Uh, fuck. I did, uh, I did make a, a, a croque monsieur or, uh, no, I, I did a croque madame. I made a croque madame for uh, trash panda's birthday, but I did it legit style. It was pretty, uh, I thought it was pretty good. It for, looked pretty tasty for, for the uneducated. Go, go through some of the process there. Well, first you have to make bechamel. Um, which isn't that difficult, but you know, it's a step. Uh-huh. A little bechamel with some nutmeg in it. I did got some like whole nutmeg grate that grated that in there fresh. What is a bechamel? It's uh someone who didn't work in a fucking kitchen, you classist bastard. I know what a bechamel is. You uh, know again bechamel has the accent aigu over the E, so it is in <sighs> fact a bechamel. Welcome to the Bourgeoisie Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Salvador. It's Borgios, and I'm going to pronounce it however the fuck I want. You know what? It is bechamel <laughs> sauce. Because now, now that I know it annoys you, I am never, ever going to correct it. There is so much about you that annoys me. Yes, I know. How often will now, you ever now say Now you've given me bechamel. more power. Bechamel's I would say Bourgeoisie. So you slather some uh, some toasted bread and in uh, the bechamel. Is it, is it a moist bechamel? <laughs> oh, it is a you know I, I like my bechamel fairly thick. You know, some people like a bechamel that's more akin to bust, but you know, <laughs> mine is more akin to Kaiser Soze's bust. <laughs> um, oh, it's, in, it's inside children. <laughs> oh, oh God. Oh, allegedly. I'm sorry. Give me the joke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like how the continue the joke line is actually from a scene in which the guy is insisting and he tells a joke with racial slurs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Bechamel sauce. Ham. Gruyere. More bechamel. More gruyere. Toasted. It's basically uh, like a, a bit of a grilled cheese with the, with the bechamel sauce and more cheese toasted on top. 
And actually, it's very akin to the uh, girl Charlie from uh, It's Always Sunny. <laughs> and then it has cheese griddled on the outside. Is there a soft, is there like a sunny side up egg on top? That's the croque madame. Oh, oh I thought That's you said the- a croque madame. Yeah, I did. I did. Sorry. Oh, okay. The okay. croque, the, the basic sandwich construction is the croque monsieur. A croque madame is a croque monsieur with an egg because of, you know, vaginal bits. <laughs> you know. The vagina is that That whole pocket. lady part situation down there. Um, and uh, then if you want to go further, the Monte Cristo is a croque monsieur that has been dipped in batter and then griddled. I tried one of those and it literally made me shit at a table. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it changed, it changed, uh, uh, Mrs. Salad bars world. She's, it changed my DNA. Um, a couple change your shorts at least. <laughs> she's 30 plus and has never had a Monte Cristo before. So we got a bunch, a bunch of, uh, free food certificates from uh, Red Bull and they said, hey, thanks for ex- going out and delivering amidst the pandemic. Uh, here's free food. Don't talk to me. So Please we're like, okay, cool. Going free food. Out um, pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we got, uh, we got a bunch of free food. And Laura ordered a, a Monte Cristo and just completely um, uh, blew her mind. Do y'all not have Bennigan's in Utah? Yeah. <laughs> or did the, no, no. The Irish did not get along with the Mormons. They wouldn't have gotten there. No, no, no. They 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 stopped in Fort Collins. They never made it past the uh, the. Rocky we got Golden Rockies. Corral instead. <laughs> oh Christ! Yeah, lucky right, you. KG, what is your what is your? Uh, I've been to your place, and you've cooked some of these at my house uh, a couple of times when we lived together. What is your greatest culinary success that you are proud of that you will hang your hat on? I mean, my sauce is second to none, but I Absolutely. think uh, second to none. My meatballs are second to yours for sure. <laughs> I, okay, I'll take that. But my porchetta, I think, might be my milady. All right. I'm excited because yeah. literally just today, I got a uh, a probe thermometer. It was actually an early Christmas gift from Trash Panda's parent, uh, from uh, her uh, uh, mom and stepdad. Um, nice. Oh, for food. Oh, about. okay. <laughs> No, I mean, <laughs> not kidding. I thought it was like, this is, this is they call the one you were thinking of a finger. <laughs> yeah. Normally I just spit on it, you know, depending on how warm it feels. Uh, no, but we finally got well, it. No, it it's, a meat, it's a meat probe thermometer that you can actually, like, you can put the probe in and then you can put the readout on the outside of your oven so you can read it continuously. Mm-hmm. Like, it's one of those. I got one of those. One of those baller ones. I'm really excited yeah. because now I can oh, yeah. finally make porchetta because before i think i've seen you do like a pork loin in that style though right what i've seen you do like a pork loin yes the same way that you would do a porchetta the key is you've got to be able to buy the whole ass loin attached to the belly with the skin on in one piece yes when i did the loin though that was a slightly different recipe i didn't put uh it wasn't it wasn't uh I think I, like you don't. I think the filling on that one was just like uh, like herbs and pancetta. That was it. Ooh, ooh. That was like pancetta. all I put on the filling in that one. I know porchetta generally you have a lot more shit. Yeah, it's got to have like a amaro and yeah. There's, I mean, it's a lot of seasoning, but man, does it pay off? 
You also yeah, have to does. tie it really tightly because you got to be really concerned about the security of your shit in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for dropping a reference to a movie that I've actually seen. Oh. Uh, Osborne Cox. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hello. This is Osborne Cox. Security of your shit. Okay. So we're going to talk about. Drumcore? No, no. We, we've got three more people to get table. through, and I've got we've got three more people to get through, and we've got four more questions. Then we have a very special guest appearance with from Gary Panice, gay uh, actor Gary Panice. Yes, <laughs> he's here with wow. Michael K. Penis. So here's mine. <laughs> All right, was just randomly going through the grocery store with Hot Lana and decided uh, we wanted to do something special. So I got two tenderloins, two uh, beef tenderloins. Um, mm. And so I just melted a shit ton of butter in a nice pan, tossed the tenderloins in, boiled some potatoes, tossed a shit ton of, drained the water, of course, shit ton of butter, the, uh, some minced white onions, uh, or the sweet onion whites, and then uh, some garlic, mashed that all so together. The color of the onions. Well, it's the. I feel it's, like it's, it's a weird sticking point, man. It's this. Like I feel like you're like they were white onions. It's the whites of the green onions. So anyway, and then like, uh, pan sautéed some bacon, chopped it up, tossed some Ooh, Brussels yeah. sprouts in there, with a bunch of butter and chopped up the bacon. Oh hell yeah! Like yeah, a nice mid rare. Beef tenderloin with some garlic, mashed potatoes, the shit ton of mm. butter, and some bacon and Brussels sprouts. Shit made me hard for a week. Nice. All right, drums down under. What's uh, what's the uh, the most uh, delectable? Like, hey, this is my specialty. Uh, the the fanciest thing that you've cooked up for Miss Mr. Drums Down Under. <laughs> um, oh, that's a good question. I think the most technical thing I've done that turned out successful was like um, using Julia Child's recipe for actual French croissants, which took fucking hours. Dude, the simplest like baked goods take for fucking ever. It's incredible. Waking up in the middle of the night to get two passes at rolling out this fucking dough because if the butter melts even a little bit, it's all Paul Hollywood comes down your chimney and fucks your face. Mm I mean, he would. He's like baking Krampus. Yeah. And then he'd talk about your soggy bottom. <laughs> the, the inside is raw, mate. Oh, All right, so, um, fucking raw. Before, before, we get to, before we get to drum core-ish, uh, I mean, obviously the entire season's been canceled and we've maybe got like one or two uh, things for oh, I've the got drum core news. season. I've got drum core news. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. You're gonna have to wait about another 45 minutes because I've got uh, a couple more. That's fucking crazy. Uh, this is a drumcore podcast, everyone. But thanks for hanging with us. <laughs> oh, I know, right? Expect nothing else. Honestly, I think our listeners—they're uh, down. Are gone? I don't know. <laughs> You'd be surprised. What is the thing that you were dying to try? Like, what is the uh, the thing that oh. you want to cook? But you're like, like, oh man, I want to try that. Oh, I got. But it. I'm scared. I got ass. Yes. Yeah, uh, uh, rocks. You go first. So we've been watching a lot of Hell's Kitchen because Hotlanta only knows one way to watch TV, and that is to binge. So we've been watching literally all of Hell's Kitchen, and I really want to try 
a beef Wellington, but I looked up the steps to make it and I was like, who has the time? So anyway, uh, I, it just looks insanely complicated and, and I could try it and I'm willing to, but Jesus fucking Christ, it looks intense. If your fucking balls a tug tit fucker. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> the next season of Letterkenny comes out December 26th. I just Boxing Day for all you uh, Canadians listening. Uh, Boxing so like Day. Two of you. Fuck yeah. Boxing Day is so much Hell better yeah. than. Do we have Black any Friday. British listeners? English? British? I mean, one kind of. I was supposed to. I was trying to meet with some yeah. last year when I was in the UK. I know people in England. I just respect them too much to tell them about this podcast. All right. So for our, our, our senior cooking foreign correspondents, uh, KG and uh, Jolly Green, what are the two things that you are just dying to make, but you're also like, man, that's a, that's a little bit above my pay grade. Uh, I mean, the one I've wanted to do for a while is, uh, the uh tonkatsu ramen broth the uh like the the pork ramen broth that's a good one that is like you have to cook that shit for like two fucking days wow and then you have to sous vide a fucking pork loin for 24 straight hours now i technically have the equipment to do that like i have a sous vide i think it'll run for 24 hours without burning the house down i haven't tried it but I mean, who knows if that'll work, but, uh, we will, uh, I think that's, that's going to happen eventually. That's a good one. At some point it'll happen. I thankfully Chicago has like good butchers. So I can, I can probably go out and actually find a place. that will sell me pig trotters cut up in those little discs and everything. Um, as opposed to if I was, yeah, I don't think I would find that in Austin as quite as easily. I mean, y'all are into cows down there now. Yeah, like you could probably find it. I'm I'm no expert. There were some really good butchers in San Antonio. Yeah, like even even if it's yeah yeah of course you know Longhorns whatever fucking hook them. But if we have I'm cows. sorry. Where is the jungle set? Yeah. Welcome to no Upton Sinclair. Jesus fucking Christ! The fucking English teacher. The jungle. I know of it. I'm going to fucking... I got this thing going. Oh, no, they've got anything you want. No, I... Reindeer games? I understand it when you don't get the movies I reference. I understand that. But when I reference (laughs) tentacles of American literature, like The Jungle, I expect at least a little bit of of parody. Axel Rose is a bitch. There, I said it. Oh my God! Didn't care for it. White. You Ben Affleck. Yeah, you didn't care for the jungle because it was actually about socialism. You centrist cuck. (laughs) (laughs) We're only allowed puritanical thoughts. What are you dying to cook and try? And 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 maybe pick your father-in-law's. Not your father-in-law's. Shit, I know your father-in-law. Not him. Um, uh, (laughs) uh, You want to you want to throw some knives in a river? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right? so go down the quarry. <laughs> what do you want? What, if you want to learn how to fly a helicopter into the ground, contact your step or your father-in-law. No, but when you want to, um... <clears throat> wow, you stepped in the hole twice. That was impressive, <laughs> dude. I am shamammered. Mm. I was reminded by the good doctor how many times I've tried to do a good puerco pibil oh, and yeah. fucked it up. 
that I think it's if you can't find banana leaves in the Mountain West. Yeah. But also, I'd really like to do a good pho, like a, mm. a oh yeah, like a week long pho broth. Get in my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good choice. I, it's better than ramen. Dude, pho. I oh, it is a oh, it's cure all. You feeling sick? A little bit hungover? Have some juice. Drums down under. What, do you want to? Um, oh, want to make your own uh, kanga sausage, or w- what are you doing? Oh no, that's easy. That's fairy easy. bread. Um, Sorry, that was homophobic. So, <laughs> fairy bread. So drums down under. Bigot. Like, <laughs> we, what? It's a real thing. It is a real thing. I did not make that up. Um. So I will say we've been, since we've been watching a bunch of Hell's Kitchen, there have been a bunch of protein challenges where there's actually been kangaroo like meat that, mm-hmm. that that they can cook delightful like how common is that that you can actually buy fucking like kangaroo cooked uh yeah you can go to the supermarket and buy it now uh, it's usually a bit seasonal oh. because they it, it depends on like the the culling season and the sides of the the herd and everything but yeah you can so is this a strictly regional thing or is this across australia uh, is, to my knowledge across australia Okay, so this is big. This is not like gator sausage or anything like that. No, no, it's everywhere. Oh wow! So, um, okay. have you tried it? Oh yeah, many times. I love it. What uh, it, kangaroos it, are like wild hogs in Australia? They're an annoyance. They're awful. Tim Allen. Wild hogs are wild hogs in Australia. John they all deserve to die. Um, <laughs> deer, <laughs> deer. <laughs> um, but no, that's not what I'm eager to cook. I have already cooked that. I would like to try it. Got two things. One would be like a legitimate, authentic, like a randang or one of those Southeast Asian kind of curries because there's 500 million ingredients to it and they're all painfully spicy. Um, but when it's right, it's right. The other one, uh, I want to pop over to my in-laws in New Zealand and cook a, a hangi, like a proper dig the pit out, put the pig in it, bury oh. it, let it cook all day, drink beer. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. That would be that would be fucking shit. That's why you like. I have had in the shitty neighborhood. That's the most black metal way to cook a pig. You can find like like you literally the metal shopping trolleys. They just what people do is they just steal the shopping trolleys and they cut the basket out because that's what you can put the pig in, and you just see like shopping trolley wheels and handle by itself. (laughs) Yeah. There's that uh that Tom Wake song Filipino box spring hog. I, I've been to a party where they had a, a pig on a, like they cooked an entire pig, mm. not in a pit, or at least I don't know. Maybe they did. I've, but like, I've had burgers cooked on a shopping cart. Mm-hmm. Dude, we about had us cooked on a shopping cart. <laughs> what you talking that? about San Antonio that one year? No, New Orleans when they're fucking like running oh, around yeah. with shopping carts and fireworks and shit. No, this was no, this was when I was in Seattle and I had Lyme disease. Oh, mm. yeah, those were the days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. So, uh, thank you for hanging out with us uh, for this. Um, Whatever the fuck this know, is, uh, this EP, this EP of Drunk Core International. Uh, you've been with special. us for about forty minutes. Uh, yeah, Thanksgiving Day special. You've been with us for about forty-five minutes so far. Uh, grab a pee, grab another shot, and uh, let's start some Drunk Core. All right, fine. Yeah, sure. Why not? All right, I got a little bit of whiskey left. Me too. Yeah. My wife. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, cheers. All right. Um, 
Take a break. This episode is brought to you by absolutely Minibar. I hope fucking... by whoever we haven't pissed off yet. I mean, the seven Patreon subscribers who still send us money. And by the way, I will say that money is still being saved for scholarships. Hi, this is Gary Panice, and I'm proud to represent Drunk Core International. Hi, I'm Garrett. Hey, actor Gary Panice. Scary to, police uh, power 13. <laughs> I would like to get the, uh, the, the, the uh, cadets drum major that got one of our scholarships last year to come on the show and be like, Hey man, so how was it? Did you enjoy the funds? Thanks for being no! on the podcast. <laughs> can we get, can we get some of those crybaby conservative people on and just talk about oh, fucking their dads? Oh, we must. That's all I want to do. <laughs> What? Oh, I lost you. You don't remember those people? Oh yeah, <laughs> with their Facebook group where they're like, "No, we just we want we want our values to be heard," and they're like, "Actually, racism's really cool." Here's some proud boys talking about it in oh, the span of like yeah. three days. Never <laughs> seen a Facebook group of people who really want to be victimized so badly. Oh, like, yeah. dude, if you get two or three doms in there, they can make a fucking killing. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, change, so bad. change the name of the group to Drum Corps BDSM Boys, and you got it. I seriously... Like, not even that, it's like... We should be selling... Drum Corps huge pussies who have a complex. We should absolutely be selling the merch or something. Just make a fortune off. That's what the whole point is, the grift. I'm down. That's what I've learned is that it's what with parlor, just taking people's social security numbers willy nilly and nobody see everyone just sort of shrugging about it. Like the grift is we have, we are missing our calling. We got to get it on the grift and we got to get it on the yayo game. Like imagine being so stupid that you're like, I, I can't say the N word when I teach kids and, and I'm a victim. So I'm making a Facebook group about it where I'm just going to say it. Like, like imagine being that dumb, being told I can't say the N word is exactly the same as ethnic cleansing. Those two are precisely the oh same thing in my mind. And I'm going to make a Facebook group. Somebody's going to clip that and we're going to get canceled. Oh, been there. I was canceled in t- 2017. I don't give a fuck. And this was, just kill us, <laughs> please. You didn't have a career to cancel. Yeah. You know what I the mean, best part is? I don't have I don't have a broadcasting career anymore. Fuck it. I don't care if I get canceled. Yeah, I'm I'm unemployed, but uh, I mean they they could, they're gonna have to come into the apartment to get the Koyanis Katsi mm. poster. Vigil <laughs> has been trained to gum the balls. We never had a career to cancel, but we still give more money directly to students than the fucking couchman. <laughs> I believe that. No, I as I say, the, the conservatives have because the... we have the financial support of actors like Gary Panice. Why do you keep trying to make this happen? What is the joke that I'm missing here? <laughs> I, I don't like. I feel like there's always something that I'm missing, and I'm at my breaking point. Uh, you don't like the Eric Andre show. You just yes. keep expecting it to make sense. It's not going to. Yeah. It's literally just the fact that Gary, you know, Gary Penis. <laughs> sounds like his name is Penis. That's objectively funny. But it's not his name. But it could be. 
It's not. Imagine if it was. So like, imagine Ron Howard being like, yeah, you know, working with Tom Hanks and Gary Panice was such a great opportunity. No, it's like, what? So Gary Panice is like, if, what if instead of Ron Howard, it was Dong Howard and he just had his dick out on set all the time? Oh, I like am President Lyndon Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Or like Lyndon Kane Johnson, he just covered in bomb all the time. Dick Army. You didn't with with a <laughs> <laughs> name like Lyndon Baines Johnson. There's no there's no subterfuge needed. There's no subtlety. I mean, what Johnson. could you do with Labor Johnson. Johnson and his Lady Big Johnson? Labor. It's just Lady Bits Johnson. Johnson. Naked birds. <laughs> Johnson. <laughs> Holy shit! Hey, bitch! This podcast has fallen off so far. I love oh, it. I used to have Dude, theme my... episodes. This podcast is brought to you by FEMA. <laughs> we we used to have this episodes <laughs> about the logical conclusion. Welcome to Drunk Court. <laughs> well, this is what we do when there hasn't been Drum Court in over a year. Oh yeah. my god. Wait, there has, and I know how we can talk about it. Why is your face Guys, let's go down to the land of the windswept plains where everybody forgets what it's all about and mediocrity held sway. Oklahoma? Ladies and gentlemen, the Casper Troopers. Oh. Oh, do we have right, to? Oh. How do you get down to Wyoming, except if you're in Idaho? They have fired their... Instructional staff. Oh. And their design oh. staff. Oh. Their visual staff and the brass staff. No. Their color guard staff. Ooh. Not the color guard staff. That's wait, hold on. Hold on, KG. Not before they wait, didn't do this. That's that's it. that okay, hold on. I'm doing the numbers. That's everyone except their director. They hmm. wouldn't do that before they had a suitable replacement in place. Okay. Oh. So they have replaced the design brass visual staff with uh, these people. And um, <clears throat> buckle up. Here we go. All right. So first on the deck, we have Tim Snyder. The emphasis no! is on deck right there. Yeah. <laughs> but wait, wait. But the brass and the vis staff have been replaced by... Tim Snyder. Do, 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 oh do, 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 do. Tim oh, wait till you hear about the design staff. Oh, no. Tim Snyder. Sensing a pattern here. Okay, so everyone except their director is now Tim Snyder. Is Tim Snyder. Yes. This is... <laughs> <laughs> all has become Snyder. All when, shall be. Yeah. Oh, fuck, it's When in reality, cut. it was... This is the... Oh, God. The director, who was the old director's girlfriend... Ex-girlfriend, mm. who had no drum corps experience other than being the old director's ex-girlfriend. Hey, she worked at the bingo hall. <laughs> Very much the same thing. Bingo, drum corps. Comparable. Right. Both involve numbers, letters, shapes. She knows what she's doing and has a history of success. Very low threshold. Ah. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> Uh, having tradition of excellence, sixteenth-ish place. <laughs> Boy, in a good year. 
So, having talked to many staff members of the Troopers, she is nice. Well, she's well regarded. I'm going to keep those in. Don't you worry. Very nice. She's mildly well respected, somewhat. And then you get deep into the rumor mill, and this is what my personal experience is. So. What other news have we heard from other cores? <laughs> Old. Um, oh, no, I've got more news, actually. Yeah. Holding. Let's go to the Mandarins. Oh, yeah. We're, Tim Snyder left, definitely not during a weird investigation. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck, that's right. I forgot about that. Oh, oh, oh. Those announcements didn't come out at the same time and are probably not related. No, definitely not. Oh, God. Stadler and Wardorf over here? (laughs) No, I'm just having a stroke. (laughs) 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 Because time is meaningless. (laughs) 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 You fucking man children, I love you. (laughs) 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 It kind of seems like this... this, this this timeline that we're in where there's this weird pandemic silence mode over drum corps has kind of brought a whole lot of shit to light and there's Whoa. there's been kind of a, a house cleaning or at least a house rearranging of the bullshit like you sweep yeah. the dust under the rug and suddenly the rug is gone with all the dust and it's in another room of the house okay fine yeah. Wow, please like, torture that metaphor some more. I have the Geneva Convention on speed dial. And then the and then the rug that makes sense. That has the dust with it is hanging out the window. Really tie the room together. Did it not? <laughs> it fucking uh-huh. did. Uh you've never seen that movie. I fucking love the big Lebowski. Don't yeah, you? Yeah, the dare. large Lebowski. <laughs> Your favorite. <laughs> The Moy you know, Grande Lebowski. 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 <laughs> I mean, it. like, for better or Chungus for worse, Lebowski. it seems like, I don't know, I kind of seem see this as, as like a, a time period wherein cores can uh, put out their old shit to pasture or the cores that really couldn't hang and they were just kind of hanging by a thread. Mm-hmm. It's time to cut them loose. Uh, imagine being in last place. Yeah, someone needs to take. <laughs> well, how can I say this without it? Someone needs to take a certain person involved with certain Irishness out behind the woodshed and put a bolt gun up to their fucking stupid hat. <laughs> take all their potatoes away. Yeah. Yeah. Confiscate their potatoes no, um, and shambles. I'm just I, I, like the time. I agree with rocks on that one. Um, I think it's like, it's a, it is a really great opportunity uh, because nobody's paying attention. It's like they open up their phones and, be, and it's two things they check. They check the weather and they check the, Oh, how many coronaviruses coronavirus deaths happen today. That's cool. I'm still not going to wear a mask. I'm going to go uh, live my life. And what better opportunity to just like, hey, all these terrible things happened. I don't know what you're talking about. Dude, you know, we were clean, clean as whistle in 2020. What? Huh? Give me your kids. This is, this is the phrase that all executive directors of drum corps who are not embroiled in controversy need to learn. We thought that this was a great time to do some house cleaning. 
I'm so also, glad. I have no recollection oh, of that. to speak. <laughs> blame it on the previous administration. I'm going to blame uh, it on the Yeah, case. but <clears throat> like no one's paying attention to drum corps. Time to get rid of this staff that was really, really fucking problematic. God forbid that like. staff broke scoring records or something like that, but God, you know what's depressing talking about drum corps? Yeah. Yeah, that's why we haven't done a podcast because we're like, remember this activity we all used to enjoy and got to go see? And then let's talk about cooking instead. Uh, I mean, what do I know? I've never done anything in my life as difficult as flipping symbols around, so <laughs> Hi, I'm Gary Panice. When I was on the set of Steak Guys with Nicolas Cage, he shared some great recipes with me. I'm just gonna okay, cut. Are, all I know of what that oh, bit is. Jesus. No, you are not, not cutting. Do not. And I know, uh, uh, um, Jolly Green, the bit that you're doing. I know it's a come town bit, but it's a rip off of a Pat no, Oswalt. That's bit original. He's talk- yes, it. <laughs> it's they're ripping off a Pat Oswalt bit where they're talking about Robert Evans. Hi, this is Robert Evans. And when you used to uh, watch my, when I was producing the Godfather films. <laughs> I butchered that bit. I mean, but, I like uh, that you think they think bit. any bit out further than mm-hmm. let's make it gay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. it didn't start with Gary Panice. It started with gay actor Michael Douglas, <laughs> which there, there is like a two and a half hour compilation on YouTube just okay, about yeah. Come Town and gay actor Michael Douglas. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> two and a half hours. I believe it. It is very so, funny. Uh, <laughs> It is something. Friends, friends, drunk core friends. Bring it on in. Bring it on in, uh, nice and close. I, I don't want to have to yell. Uh, what is your worst? Leave my back. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bring it in. Me, take a knee. Take a knee. Straight back. Take a knee. Can you take a knee? I mean, I'm gonna. All right. All right. All right. What is your worst culinary fail? Like something that you tried to do and it went really horribly wrong. You really did just learn to cook. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the most exciting thing that's going on. Anyway, right now. so the drum corps tour is going, going to right start now. roughly about San Antonio next year. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, how's that going to fucking work? No, there really is going to be a tour next year. No, well, I have insight mm-hmm. on I mean, that. Um, I've already, I've already been. Uh, sorry, I'm getting horrific amounts of feedback. Who am I going to mute? All of you. Um, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> You're all dead to me. No, yeah. um, anyway, I've, I've started putting together and correctly citing and sourcing because people were shitty about that last year. I have proof and screenshots and web pages for all oh, yeah. the, uh, the, the costs this year. So um, <gasps> in terms of where things are going, uh, I can tell you from world class, half of them uh have put up information about auditions for the 2021 season only half the others either don't update their website regularly jersey fucking surf uh, what are some surprises some surprises okay so like on the positive end a lot of cores now are really embracing the the remote um audition so you could they're they're basically all um video auditions now which is great they should have been doing this for years and they a lot of them are including um you know extra materials um uh the opportunity for like lessons and training before the actual audition that's good the the bad news is the the price is generally the same if not higher um you want to 
You want to join Blue Knights? That's 260 bucks. Um, troopers start at 75. That's the lowest. Um, Carolina Crown, Wait, 175. Se- I'm sorry, 75? 75. 75. So, Troopers, every, this is why I had to like keep a lot of notes on this because every core is doing things very, very differently now. So like Blue Knights, for example, yeah. have a whole like weekend experience. Like you have to do it um, in order to do the audition thing. Same thing with Blue Coats. You have to do one of their symposium things. So that's minimum $159 plus 25 bucks for them for the audition materials. Um, so, okay. So let me see if I get this straight. Just for the audition, but it's like 100 and 25 if you want like um like some kind of training materials and it goes up from there okay so uh, spell spell it out for me because i'm fucking stupid <laughs> if i want to audition for the blue coat yes i pay 75 dollars for 12 billion dollars you pay exactly. 159 dollars to attend at least one of the symposiums and gets access to an audition and 25 dollars on top of that for audition materials yeah that's and, yeah and then there's an audition fee? No, no, there, that is part of the audition. That is okay, that okay. is the audition fee. It's it's basically two hundred bucks to to show up. God damn! And a, and it's and it's just all virtual. It's it's all virtual now. No one's doing in person anything. Most cores have been smart to put out something saying we're not even going to talk about in person until February. And at the rate things are going, that's a soft target. Um, there's only been one core that has put out what their tour fees will be with the caveat that they said, this is the maximum it will be. And they reserve the right to revise it down. What core is that? Pacific crest. Their audition camp fee is $140. The tour fees are capped at $4,000. So there's still just, and this is, that's a hell of a cap. That's that's (laughs) fucking, that's actually based on, drums down under based on your calculate like mm-hmm. your chart from before that's that's not a large cap right no, no that's kind of that's kind of just standard now no um, what that yeah. is is fucking jesus. depressing jesus it's um yeah it's kind of all over the map so again half the cores have, have hey, committed gee, this half of them have not you, Gumby. um they'd have no uh they have no audition materials up or available or anything so we'll, we'll see where they go um, yeah, I'm trying to think open class has done some, I haven't gone through all of open class, but for, Oh yeah. Other, other, um, ex- explanation on this. I took this from the standpoint of I'm um, breaking this down by brass guard and percussion, because there are some variabilities there. Sometimes guards get reduced tuition because they're not there for the whole time. Like for winter camps, they're doing winter guard, maybe not this year. Um, yeah, but there's much more variability in open class guardians are the only ones that have put up their, um, their full fees, um, $90 to audition 3,250 for the tour and $200, um, uniform and equipment fee. So grand total, if you want to watch guardians is 3,540. And that's still, and that's still for a, we don't even know if this season is really fucking going to happen. Yeah. I mean, at least they're putting out the information and I, I'm, I'm seeing more cores have a more um, publicly available information. It's more upfront. Like, what does this cost? Yeah. Um, so that's good, but it's still just going to be expensive. I've gotten, I've, I've br- mentioned this briefly kind of on Twitter, but stopped after people started trying to give me shit about it. It's like, but they're including all these things, educational materials. I, you know, you, you're going to get your audition. You're going to get your, your, um, that was always the case. Yeah, it's that like, was always the case. And I'm just like, 
$200 is $200. I don't care what else you get with it. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't matter. You, you get your brass handbook. I don't give a shit. You always get this extra stuff. So it's not, I don't understand how going down book is worth 200 fucking dollars, but all right. In it. Okay. So we're all bitching about how expensive it is to march drum corps and it is expensive to march drum corps, but ultimately the cost of this shit is based on now they finally have to fucking pay their staff. That is a good thing. All these staff members, including caption heads and designers were often putting out books and instructional manuals and all this stuff for free yeah. just to keep their job, which they got paid dick for. Yeah. So really like, yeah, sure. We can bitch about it. And oh, we're sure, gonna. Whatever, it's expensive. Dear, it is. Dear reader, reader, we are gonna. But look, fuel's more expensive than it ever has been. So is food. And honestly, it's better to pay people for their skills. Like we're the same people who will bitch about how expensive it is to march drum corps and then be like, well, if you want your art, like, and then be like, don't play for exposure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's the same fucking thing. You shouldn't not pay somebody for their job. And ultimately finally paying field techs is just getting folded into the cost of having a drum corps. Yeah. Yeah, so you actually bring up a really good point. Like, we've been talking about how expensive drum corps has been getting, while at the same time, when we all marched, there were field techs teaching us, I guarantee and I know from personal experience, who were there who were not getting paid a fucking dime. They had, sure, a roof over their heads and the same food that a drum corps member was getting, so I guess you could kind of calculate that as some weird like room and board, but really, no, yeah, yeah. You, you're, you're going against some really, really weird standards when you argue that case. And I so like my, I think the biggest issue I have is that I, I think this, I guess not the issue is that it sucks that, the bulk of that cost is being passed on to students. Like when you think about it, it's a lot of like high school and college students and that blows. And I wish that there was a way like to bridge the gap between what the uh, members are paying in, what the staff is being paid, something in between there that the core could somehow in the ideal world would be able to step in and provide like, fundraising like bingo halls and all that kind of shit and i think that some cores have figured that out better than others but i think there's a lot of cores that really just don't and they're perfectly happy to say well all right if the staff wants to make this we're just going to transfer the cost directly onto the membership which blows that shitty administration yeah, yeah. if you're so not willing to put in a little bit of effort. experience those staff members still are not being paid anywhere close to a living wage oh, in no. the context of a core that's passing those, uh, those costs on to students. Oh, yeah. fuck no. Especially when you consider how much of a commitment it is. Like, it's not just the work that you're doing during the day. It's the fact that you're on tour for weeks, months at a time. You know, it not well, only... No time off. Yeah, like, it, not only is it, are you doing the job during work hours, you cannot take any other employment during off hours because of where you are. So you're foregoing other employment opportunities to do. And not only that, but like 
you're not just on during rehearsal. Oh, like no. ensemble ends and you go back to your staff gym or apartment or dorm or whatever and you talk about things to improve. And after shows, you get on the bus and you open your iPad and you open your notebook and you like kind of like fucking scribble out the next steps for the next day. So it's not like a, a normal work day. Yeah. But also I will say that that, that but I will also say the increasing costs in uh, drum corps fees are not, they, they are due to cores wanting to pay their staffs like a little bit better. It's not the only thing like building these ridiculous prop structures and replacing uniforms every year and all that stuff and, and replacing really good electronic parts every year. All that stuff tends to contribute to that increasing costs. So if we are really talking about like a business like Drum Corps International, we really need to talk about how well the staff is paid and how well our members are taken care of and where those costs fall. Yeah. Like who's responsible for those costs? Is it the students? Because that's super shitty. Yeah. I would be, uh, my ultimate goal is more transparency on this. That would be, the best thing. I mean, if will it come to something like putting a, a cap on what a what a core can spend every year so that the arms race slows down? I don't know. Maybe that's open for discussion, certainly. But it would yeah. be I believe that was actually discussed at one of the recent DCI meetings that was driving down mm-hmm. costs for members via having less props and uh, having a more limited mm-hmm. tour. And then you get into the discussion of, are we stifling the creativity of a core? Which and is like, that certainly for cores that can afford it, that absolutely will. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, for the most part, the cores who are using more props and putting more money into staging and design aren't necessarily the same cores who have high member costs. True. That's true. Yeah. What was the, what was the highest core cost drums down under? Oh, I have to dig it up. I know the lowest was blue devils. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think it was Boston. Anyway, top. maybe blue Knights, Boston, something like that. It was one of those, one of the bees. But yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think if I remember correctly, it was Knights, but like to a degree, you have to, I mean, I know, like looking at those particular groups, they're not necessarily, they're really not stagnating. You know, especially Boston is like, if, if we hadn't had the legs cut out from under us this last year, Boston would, and I think still will be in contention for the next uh, championship. Oh yeah. And they're making moves and like, sure their costs were very high, but they did a great job of folding every dime of like going on a drum corps tour into one cost and that, you know what they fucking wanted to play Hamilton and that shit isn't going to come cheap. So, you know, take that for what it is. Yeah. It worked in, you know, to varying degrees or whatever, but you know, it's, it's all a gamble, you know, and you just have to kind of bet on the horse that you think is going to (laughs) win. Right. If only there was a way to have this amazing activity wherein we don't rely on the bulk of our revenue coming from college age and high school age children. So here's what essentially we, do. we start building guillotines. 
Nope. Yep. Yup. Nope. Yup. That's, that's not a thing we do. Yeah, this fucking, again, the radical centrism. All this Albert Lowe bullshit. Yeah. The one thing I'm accused of being has never been centrist. <laughs> I'll say that right fucking now. No, I, I definitely remember the conversation in which you were accused of being a communist subverter, perverting the minds of children by an alumni of our very own drum corps. Yeah, that was that was a moment. I'm not friends with them anymore. No, nobody Weirdly. should be. Oh, no. <laughs> Weirdly, strangely. Just not him and cat scratch fever. <laughs> oh, the fucking news. <laughs> well, not exactly. <laughs> oh. yeah. All right. Um. <laughs> Salad bar He's is fucking gone. toasted and has been for a while. Yeah, I'm. Oh, dude, I've been. I've been. Oh, this last. Well, I mean, it, it, uh, I'm a it, lightweight is now. The, it is the biggest bar night of the year. It's just that we're getting drunk in front of computers. <laughs> yeah. Also, well, I challenged so KG to Komate in the chat, and he wouldn't accept, so it's... I don't know what that is. is. Have, is that I, a... I literally made you watch Bloodsport with me. I sat you down in your old apartment when I came to visit you, in 2015, and we watched Bloodsport together. I remember this. That's what Komate is. Kumate. Yeah, I'm. How drunk was I? I, I? No, he's talking about me. And, oh, okay. And Damn. let's just go on record here as saying just because I have watched a movie doesn't mean I have the. Asperger's recall that you have. Okay, so you're a centrist and a neurotypical asshole. Spurgs has logged on. <laughs> Count the sugar packets, bitch. <laughs> Put ranch on it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Any closing uh, thoughts? Entourage has not aged well. You wouldn't let me talk about it this whole episode. Uh, I had so many takes. Why would we? Nothing has aged well. Nothing ever ages well. Uh, Fireflies aged Friends, fine. Mash. Firefly hasn't aged well. The effects haven't, but the show has. Have you guys watched? Have you watched the uh, the Animaniacs? I watched the first episode. It's it's pretty good. It gets better as you as you dive into it. Um, have you fun. watched? It's Holy fun. moly! It seemed no, like the stupidest fucking thing in the world to me. And then I watched it, and it was absolutely hilarious. It's Rob Riggle and Joe Tessitore, and they are oh shit. they're okay. commentating like extreme mini golf, basically. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I was just blinded. Like, picture the show Wipeout. Jeez, that was so golf. white it demanded to talk to the manager. Mini golf. Okay, mini golf is very <laughs> white. That was so white it goes on Ancestry.com just so it can say, I'm one 137th Cherokee. I mean, it's what mini golf is less white than golf. Give me that at least. I'm not the one tweeting about. Oh, wait, no, KG didn't tweet about the Masters either. Um, you I should did. watch. Holy moly. Justin Day. You should uh don't watch Entourage. Um No. You should slide into Rudy Giuliani's DM and call him a fucking Oh boy. yes. Yes. It is so okay because you can't be racist toward Italians. Not anymore. True, you can't. As an can't Italian, I'm okay with you saying it. Just tell him that you know me. 
There you go, Guido. Wop, say whatever Tell you want. Tell you know some Guinea grease ball goomba dude, in dude. Chicago who says it's fine. Dude, my best friend is Italian. It's no, okay. no, yeah, 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 yeah. I know plenty. Yeah, 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 Dude, there's some, there's some automatic zoom sensitivity on cough syrup. <laughs> well, we, he's, he's, you can see him hit the K hole at that moment. He's like, what we need to do is. <laughs> what we need to do is get good Wi Fi out to fucking Utah. <laughs> no, man, that ain't me. No. <laughs> no, he's just yelling at us and we can't hear him. He's <laughs> muted. KG, we can't hear you. I hate all of you. Mostly because one of you. I hate all of you. Hey, KG, here's what we heard. I hate all of you. Mostly because. DJ Spruce. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm dying. I can't do it anymore. Oh, this to is laugh. precisely well, oh, how hard we are willing to try for all of you listeners. This is the exact level <sighs> of our effort we are willing to provide in these trying times. Do not expect anything better. Can I offer you an egg? <laughs> I would rather eat raw eggs so, than listen to this podcast. <laughs> Please put that in the intro. Edit that out and make that the bumper. It was the best joke I had, too. That's the worst part. Where are we at? Where are we at? Timestamp. Timestamp. We are an hour and 36 minutes into this thing. Fucking All right, know. that's it. That's the intro. I got it. I'm going to re-edit this on my wife. My wife. She is the breadwinner. <laughs> this has been Drunk Corner Podcast. Patreon content. Our God is an awesome <laughs> God. He reigns. That's <laughs> with is, is that public domain yet? No, I'm fine. It is for the bit. Yeah. It's, it's, wait, our our God is an awesome God. Is public domain? No, Stav got a cease and desist from wait, Creed. No, that's not oh. a Creed song. Oh. No, our God is an awesome God. Oh. You know, the song that's like yeah. our God. The one I was just singing. <laughs> Can you suck my asshole? Recreation. Not even yes. like. Can I see your penis? All right. I, I gotta be honest, man. I kind of want to oh. buy one of those Benoit shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the blockbuster one? What? Wait, wait, wait. No, no, I'm sorry. What? The Blockbuster oh. shirt. Oh, no, I have seen that one. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> or the Entree Steakhouse. I've got that one. Fabian got that one for me. <laughs> it's such a good shirt, sure. dude. Yeah, Fabian yeah. got me the stupid, what was the stupid retard bastard <laughs> ale shirt that I can never wear. Yeah. <laughs> it's such well, a good <laughs> shirt. <sighs> At least I feel like Benoit you're describing one. me. Like the Ben, <laughs> the Benoit one. Like you can sort of wear it, and if people don't get it, like, like you yeah. have to know a little bit about it to get it. 
So my yeah. funny Italian I'm going to wear the uh, the Andre Steakhouse one to uh, uh, Thanksgiving tomorrow. I think, dude, I wore my Buttstock bingo shirt on Christmas morning one year in front of my parents. They had questions. Nice. Thanks, Byron. Who is fucked off? <laughs> all right. Hey, should we all just fuck off on this uh, and just leave Byron hanging yeah, by himself? Play with himself. All right. I'm cool. Love you all. Good night. Good to, good to see you, everybody. Bastards. Peace. Don't leave me. All right. No! Oh, God. Here he comes. <laughs> <sighs>